0: When your business falls off a cliff in COVID, you have to react and see if you can find a way forward. Just do things differently. That was true for Chloe, who runs a yoga business in Manchester. Yoga meant in person, nothing else. But when that was taken away, she found there was still a role, perhaps more than ever. People wanted help with their physical and mental health. I'm Dominic Laurie from TalkTalk. And as I heard in this latest episode of Walking the Walk, she adapted alongside her customers. So you've had an interesting lockdown because your job being a yoga teacher traditionally has been about exercising in close proximity with other people.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, how how does how's it been for you? What what happened when the pandemic hit?
1: Well, the first few weeks, obviously, were there was a lot, a lot of uncertainty. And I think everyone just thought you know, it's going to be a few weeks, we just have to go home, rest, you know, stay safe. And then in a month's time, we'll all be back out again. Obviously, three weeks turned into six weeks, which turned into nine weeks, which then, I mean, I've not been back in the studio where I teach for since before the lockdown. So since March, so I've had to massively, massively change everything. I just can't believe now it's been over a year. And we found ways to do it. I've had Zoom classes, we've had doing yoga in places that I haven't done it before, like in a, there's a street food place in town where I started doing a class, that have like a big hall, I did a YouTube class for children, just all these things that I never would have thought a year ago that I would have done now, I've now had to do.
0: Wow. So you basically had to, there was a moment where you realised that I had to totally changed my business and my the way that I'm going to work otherwise I'm not going to get paid I'm not going to earn a living tell me the process that you went through
1: the first few weeks I thought there's no way I'm doing zoom to me teaching yoga is about being around people it's about being close to people being able to touch them being able to pick up on people's energies and that's you know the opposite of well what I thought was the opposite of being on the computer
0: Yeah, because yoga, I've I've done yoga classes. It's all about the energy in the room, isn't it? Oh, massively. It's about the vibe and, you know, the frisson or the (laughs) spirituality you get.
1: Yeah, but then I guess what you realise is, I don't know, energy does, it does surpass like time and space. So when you start to do these classes online, you're like, oh, you know, I did pick up on people's energy and you do still get the buzz after. And yeah, so after about three weeks, I said, okay, I'll give this Zoom thing, I'll give it a go and see how it is. And then I ended up doing three classes regularly a week, which was great. But obviously, I mean, still no one knew as much work as I had pre-COVID. We obviously do our talk talk class. We started doing that online not till about September, October and a few other corporate classes that I have. And then I just had to pick up other bits of work to fill in the gaps <laughs> to make up the rest of the time.
0: So I guess what have you realised is that you've realised that your business was something other than you thought. You thought it was being in the room with people. Whereas I guess maybe your business was helping people physically and mentally. Where, and how however that is, how, however you managed to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think I saw how much people really appreciated these uh, online classes. And I kind of created a community of I had a few friends who live in London who still come along to my Zoom classes now. And, you know, they've never been able to come to my classes in real life because they don't live in Manchester. I have a friend in Australia who was coming into one of my classes for about six months. And you kind of create a different community and you can connect with people who actually wouldn't be able to come to the class physically because of time or because of where they live. So that's been a really big thing.
0: Getting out of a comfort zone. Oh, Sounds yeah. like that's what you had to do.
1: Oh, massively. I mean, it was taken from under my feet. All of my composition i I built up over the two years prior was suddenly just all gone.
0: It's been very tricky for, for people mentally, um, physically, of course, but mentally in particular the last 12, 14, 15 months. What have you seen people bringing to yoga classes in the last year that perhaps they weren't before? Can you see stress? Could you see you know, people really struggling?
1: I think a big thing has been, it's been stress attachment and it's been connection. So for a lot of people, suddenly not being able to go out all the time, not being able to see people at work, you know, in their social lives, like they have lost that connection to people. And then also with this added anxiety and stress about, you know, are we going to survive? Are we going to get ill? Is somebody we know going to get ill? And then like I said, attachment. So holding on like to their old lives, to saying, I want everything to be as it was. I want everything to go back to normal. And people have had to be able to adjust. And I've had that as a massive theme. At least once a month, we say, okay, this week is about letting go. And for me, I always thought that I knew that, you know, you can't hold on to things. You can't be too material. You have to be able to let go. And then for me, this has been the biggest lesson of, oh, actually, everything can go, you know, all your work, all your routine can be taken away. And that's okay, you can let it go. And you can find acceptance in that. And that's going to help to not have that stress, that anxiety, that attachment, that sadness that comes with when you feel like you've lost something. And it's instead realizing everything is transient. And, you know, everything continues, it just finds a different way to continue. and you can keep these connections and this love that you have with people in a different circumstance.
0: So yoga is highly relevant for the COVID age then, because you you have to detach yourself from from what you've lost and from a difficult situation. And that's its power,
1: I guess. Yeah, definitely.
0: What's going to happen afterwards? So, you know, fingers crossed, we probably move into a world where we do have physical connection, maybe with a little bit of social distancing. I know that many yoga classes are going to reopen in the next few months, uh, some as early as mid-May, you know, a bit of social distancing, perhaps, but there'll be that side to it, physical side to it, that yeah. comes back. What is kept from COVID? What? What about? You know, what, what do we keep? You know, from from this experience that we've had mutually in the mental and physical well being world.
1: I think a big thing is people have had the time to, I guess, embrace the feminine energy a bit more. So this nurturing, this having time to self care, to rest to turn inwards, to have, go to that regular yoga class, even if it's on Zoom, when perhaps normally life is just a bit too busy to do all that. And I think from definitely the people I've been speaking to, from my own personal experience, before we were living way too much in this masculine go, go, go state. And we've been forced to come out of that. We've been forced to slow down, to take that time to release, to rest. And I think people are going to have to keep that. I think that's taught people so much and that's become such a big part of our routine. I guess it takes nine weeks, doesn't it, to create a habit. And people have had, you know, 14 months to create these habits of self-care, of rest, of time out. And I think that's going to stay. I think people are going to continue to find the time to do that, to not overplan, to not overfill our schedules, work, whether that's social, to keep having that time.
0: Some people might have had the opposite experience that um COVID has been about burnout, has been about, you know, manic life, you know, where you've, you know, you're 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 at your desk, you know, in your living room 12 13 hours and, you know, that and the stress related to that. I think stress has been quite a significant thing for many. So how so so how do you I guess, will, will there be a kind of explosion of well-being do you think after, after this is over and people you go like, you know, I've had a rotten 18 months. I'm actually going to spend time on myself and I'm actually going to, you know, going to, going to make sure that the priority is looking after myself now.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I definitely hope so. I think from my experience, I have a girl who comes to my class who's a doctor and I know that she's had a horrendous time and has been so busy and so stressed. But she's come every single week, she's come to my class and, or she's asked for the recording and she's done it on her day off. And that's just one example. But I know for her, she probably only made it to the studio about once a month tops because her schedule was all over the place. But suddenly, you know, she didn't have to commute to the studio, she could do it on a day off. And I know that she's really, really valued that and is probably needed it more than ever with being a doctor in a pandemic. So I know that she will, she's going to keep that because that's such a like fundamental part of her schedule now and her life.
0: So maybe that's a thing that we've learned that we can fit things like this into our routine. You yeah. don't have to travel across town to go to something or, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like Saturday is gym day or something. And it can be like, well, you know, you do a few exercises with your kids at 7.45 in the morning in front of the TV or whatever. So that, I guess it's realizing the flexibility of your schedule. Can, you know, you, you really can do something for yourself at many moments in the day.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think the thing with yoga is it's, it's realizing it's not just that hour that you take out of your day to be on the mat, to move your body. You learn so many things that you can take into your everyday. So, for example, you're breathing. How often in the day do you just stop and notice your breath? But in yoga, when I teach, I constantly say, how are you breathing? How are you breathing? Breathe in deeply, breathe out fully. And then I know for myself, then if I get into a situation where I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I've got people messaging me on my phone, emails, bombardment, I just stop and I close my eyes and I just take a deep breath. And, you know, that's five seconds. That's it. That's all it needs. And suddenly, you know, your adrenaline goes down, your cortisol levels go down. You tap into that parasympathetic nervous system and everything is just a bit more manageable. That's the main thing I hope that people get from yoga classes, from meditation classes, is that these little tools that you can just take into your every day, every moment of every day.
0: Yeah, so it is Mental Health Awareness Week this week. What can people do? There will still be, you know, many people will still have difficult moments for sure over the next six to nine months, 12 months, and people do anyway in life. What are some things, some tips that you can give people that they can implement in their lives to make measurable improvements to their mental health?
1: There's so many different, just little things that you can do. So the first one, as I said, just breathing. So if you have an overwhelming moment, pause if you want, if you feel comfortable to, maybe put your hand on your heart, and that's just going to help you to come out of your head, come into your body and just take a deep breath. Another thing is just feeling your feet on the ground. So if you're sat at your desk, you're stressed out pause, feel your feet, ground to the earth. That's going to bring you back into this present moment because what is anxiety? Anxiety is worrying about the past or worrying about the future, even if it only lasts, you know, a minute. Coming into that present moment is going to help to calm the body down. Other things that people can do, I personally love to journal. I never... I never journaled until before the pandemic. And then suddenly I had all these feelings, these thoughts, these emotions, and I had all this time to just sit with them. And I was like, this is a lot. What am I gonna do with all these? I'm not as busy as I was, don't have as many distractions. So just pen and paper in the morning, five minutes or before bed, five minutes, just write down whatever it is that you're thinking, what you're feeling. know thing is a gratitude journal again five minutes write down three things that you feel grateful for and I think when people hear these things it feels overwhelming because there's a there is a lot of different things you can do but I would say just choose one and just try it for a week and see how you feel so give yourself that five ten minutes just to journal or to gratitude or to breathe and then see how it feels you know you don't have to do everything at once
0: so going into the future, are you going to keep some of your Zoom classes or are you are you going to go back into the studio full time? What's the future hold? I
1: mean, it does sound very cliche, but honestly, over the last year, I've realized I can't plan anything and I've almost programmed my mind to not plan ahead. Maybe that's not the best business idea, but right now I still enjoy the Zoom classes. Everyone who comes still enjoys them. And I would say about half the people who come no longer even live in Manchester, So if they're all still happy to come, I will continue them. And I think there probably will be a transition phase where people in the studio, people are also in Zoom. But after that, whether people like look back on Zoom classes and laugh and think, I can't believe we did that. I honestly have no idea. But for now, I'm happy just to keep going (laughs) with whatever is working.
0: That's all for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app. And if you have time, give us a review. If you have a suggestion or question, get in touch on Twitter at Talk, Talk Group. You can follow us there or also on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot for listening.